It's showtime. Showtime. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Before we get started this week, make sure you guys are checking out our sponsor. Cigar Noise Weekly. 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 And let's dive into this week's episode. Welcome to the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. I'm Drew, joined by Mo. Yo. Mukau Rich. <laughs> Bringing the bull. Always. Yes, indeed. <laughs> What's we up, We are guys? not joined. We are not, <laughs> not joined by Mr. Danny Vasquez tonight. No Danny. The big shot. So there it is. He's going to miss out, though. Think yeah. so? I think so. Hopefully. He's not going to hear about this cool thing that you that you were going to talk about. Oh. Should we get right into it? Do we got to tell people about this before we lose them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so within the first 35 seconds. Um, so we wanted to announce that uh, you can now use the discount code Smoke Like a Sultan to buy online from Smoke Maniunk in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So, you does that give 15... you a discount, or can you just you can just use it? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a wheel of fortune. You know, like spins the wheel, and then it depends what kind of discount you get. <laughs> Zero percent. Zero Find percent. A podcast. Yeah. Negative thirty percent. <laughs> you pay us more. You pay us. Uh, no, it, it's for a fifteen percent discount. So, um, really excited to announce that. Uh, Smoke Maniunk has some really, really cool boutique brands uh, like Patina uh, and Castagli. Uh, they're a big Castagli. Still, you know, they have a lot of Castagli stuff, which I really like. And I sounded like Trump right there. A great store. Great stuff. Got a lot of great stuff. Um, the biggest Castagli cigars. Yeah, great stuff. The biggest Castagli selection. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Excited. Uh, That's a big have, discount. Yeah, they got Byron and Atabay too, which is another brand that we talk about a lot. Yeah. So, what else? They're also good people and people that we like. Great people. Yeah. Great people. Uh, and speaking I'm a fun of, guy. Uh, um, their manager Eli uh, roasts his own coffee beans called nice. Amalgam, and they are very, very good. And I bought a bag myself, and I can attest to their quality. Uh, so yeah. Can you? We also drew. Remember when we did Sultan's coffee? <laughs> yes. He, he used to, he used to buy a bunch of that too. Can you can you buy their coffee online? Uh yes he he has a uh, Instagram page, Amalgam oh. Roasting. Okay. And you could go on there and DM them. Do we get a discount code for that too? Uh, I do not believe that we worked out a discount code for Eli's side hustle. Oh, oh, it's a it's a side hustle. <laughs> tell him, uh, tell him we want a discount code for his side hustle. Mm. <laughs> and if he doesn't do it, roast him a little. No, well done, cow. Well done, cow with the dad jokes. That's all I got. Um. Speaking of Castagli, I am smoking a Basilica A by Castagli on the podcast today. 
No, we are not sponsored by Castagli. No? No. We're not. But it's a good cigar. Kellner Boutique Factory. Vlad is the... Uh, I don't know. What is his role, Kyle? What exactly? I don't know if he's like the title. USA sales rep or, or what he does, but he, he sells it across across America. Yep. Good dude. Sure is. <clears throat> Jeremy, the owner, is a great dude, too. So it's a good brand. Great cigars. Great cigars. True. You know what else Cotton is really good? What? Since we're since we're talking through what's what's awesome, Cigar Noise Weekly. Cigar Ooh. Noise Weekly is. And they actually sponsor the show. They so do. I want to make sure we <laughs> include them in our list. They are our sponsor, Cigar Noise Weekly. Mo did the intro. Uh, what last week? I think two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yep, great cigar content brought to your face. It's uh, somewhere around 15 minutes long every week on YouTube, so check that out. It's fun, it's informative. Enjoy it. Dave's a badass. Yes. Yeah, he is. Is there a bigger it's badass like a... in cigars right now besides Dave West? No. I mean, Mo, no. but no. That's, a, that's a given. I mean, maybe Skip Martin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh boy! Um, <laughs> not sure where we want to go. Yeah. So, so we we uh, we had. So we're going to transition into. Skip jumped in on our. Um, I don't know what did you what would you even call that a YouTube, Zoom session, between us. Um. TLE and hot ticket. So, uh, you know, we had a few, few minutes of skip coming on. So, you know, skip, thanks for, thanks for jumping on with us for a little bit, but, um, we, I thought that was a great experience guys. What did you think? Awesome. Drew. I mean, like if drew, it seemed like they were really excited that they, uh, they got to actually see you not say anything. Uh, versus just hear you not say anything. <laughs> it was so. <laughs> was pretty phenomenal, know, I, wasn't it? I mean, your <laughs> arms were looking great. No, I had to had to do a little pump up before the show, man. Did you really? Old uh, old uh, Corey and uh, his brother. I can't think. Of Chris. <laughs> Chris. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they got dressed up. I got pumped up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody looks good then, right? Yeah. yeah. No, but it was really cool. It was different from what we usually do, which I thought is fun. Um, hopefully get some more exposure across the different podcasts, because if folks don't listen to those two, they should at least check them out. Yep. Um, they might be your cup of tea. They might not, just like we might be your cup of tea and we might not. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but check them out. Give them a shot. Uh, and, and the way I think about it, you guys tell me if I'm wrong about this. I feel like you got to give a podcast at least two or three episodes before you really judge it. Sure. Yeah, and it depends how long they've been doing it, too. Yeah. You know. Usually, in my mind, it's like two or three minutes, and I've decided if I like them or not. Right. But i got to kind of put that to the side and, and listen for a little longer. Mm-hmm. How many so. how many episodes do you think, or or minutes? 
two or three episodes, I think, gives you a sense of if you'll like what they're doing at all. Gotcha. What about you, Drew? Do you do you do many podcasts? Do you listen to many? I try. I haven't found anything that I really like. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Beyond, beyond, um, I listen to TLEs every time I can catch it. I listen to uh, Hot Ticket anytime uh, Mo's been on. <laughs> yeah. So, what, twice? <laughs> Uh, I listened when Danny was on too, and then uh, that's about it. I actually, I've I tried others, say, but I can't. I don't. I don't know. I just. I don't. I can't do it. So I, I do want to take a second here to say thank you to uh, the kind words that Eric and Amy said about all of us uh, on their podcast last week. Uh, yeah, they're re- they're really really nice compared to us. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> they are. Uh, well, look, it, in, it, listen, Amy, I'm sorry, uh, Erica's right when she said, you know, these are the people that have, have stood by us, or maybe they both said it, but uh, I remember Erica saying it for sure. These are the people that stood by us since they started. And it's true. I mean, I don't care what line of whatever it is that you do that you're in. I think you should try to gravitate towards good people. Yes. And if you find them. So for us, when we saw that Erica and Amy, and and, and truthfully, I didn't really know Amy that at all, actually. I don't think before they really started, but I'd known Erica for a while. Um, It was a no-brainer. Of course they were going to support them. (laughs) (laughs) Did I, I told you guys about this, right? The message that I sent Erica right after she was on our podcast. What's that? I was like, hey, you should start a podcast. Cause right. your, your voice and <laughs> what you're sharing is really great for this. It's perfect. Yeah. Oh, we're going to talk a little shit. Apparently, she already knew that she was. <clears throat> well, that's okay. I mean, what what can you do? You can't say that. It hurt my... Yeah, I know. I just like to, I like to give her shit about that. That's fair. Um, Got to give people shit. But yeah, yeah I mean... All those people, they're just like the, the kindest, nicest human beings that you can come across in, in cigar podcasts. Well, so, no, and in the world it. in general. I'm not even going to put it into cigar podcasts. Right. They're just they're good people that I'd hang out with anyway, which sure. is great. And, you know, with Corey, and, with Corey and Chris, I feel like they're more like us. You're either going to enjoy the way they do things or you're not. But... Their originality, their setup, their quality, um, and they're both very, very intelligent guys. I mean, mm-hmm. they really are. Um, and so uh, it's fun. They're good dudes. For sure. No, that was super fun. It was just neat to see. Uh, did you guys go back and watch the comments come through? Mm-hmm. As it was happening, I was watching them while it was happening. Oh, were you? Yeah. I wish I was watching at the time. No. What What were some of the comments? It was just a lot of agreement and stuff, and in, in certain mm-hmm. parts, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think anybody threw us under the bus in the comment section. And that's good. A lot of Dave West. Ooh. Mm, Dave West. Yep. The man, the myth, the he, wagon. He was there. 
Um, no, he's a good dude. Wearing his podcast attire, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. He was yeah, loves it. Balls out. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Only way to be. No, no other way to podcast. <laughs> Drew, are you currently nude? Oh, just from the just from the waist down. Oh, good. All just right. just in case we roll with video, I'm I'm covered. <laughs> That's your your professional outfit during the <laughs> the COVID times for half the people. I like, I got my work shirt and my boxers on. <laughs> I guarantee you. Tops yep. shirts shirts went through the roof in sales after the COVID started. Yeah. <laughs> don't, don't need pants, just a shirt for these meetings. That's like actually true, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Oof. Um Mo, do you have our COVID update? Uh... <laughs> We were saying ahead of time how it wouldn't be a, a Sultan's podcast yeah. if we didn't talk about the COVID. Well, uh, I do. I actually don't really. You know what, man? I rethought about it. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to alarm anybody. But um, yeah, I mean, listen. Numbers are going up. Surprise. Yeah, pretty pretty <laughs> much. So there, there can't be a second wave if the first wave has not ended. Right. <laughs> it didn't fucking take Nostradamus to see this coming. Uh, so, you know, whatever. Um, cool. What I did want to talk about is something that I talked about on the Hot Ticket podcast the other day. Which is this. And I was thinking about this. In more of a question to our listeners and then I want you know you guys to chime in here right there are a lot of events that cigar stores have where people will literally save up for their cigar budget to attend these events right um, you mean like the big blowout kinds of ones or certain brands or okay so I'll give you examples yeah uh, Anywhere from something like Barn Smoker, Smoke in the Carolinas, uh, Big Smoke, whatever the fuck, yep. Rocky Mountain Cigar Festival, all of these things, right? Yep. Down to the B&M level, something like a uh, like Casa de Monte Cristo in Chicago has Jonathan Drew every year, who comes for Halloween. Um, some stores do uh, Father's Day sales. Uh, no, that's a bad one because that's usually multi-vendor. But let's just say like we're, we're, where people will save their money for a certain event. Right? Sure, and it's probably different per shop. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, when when we're talking on a B&M level, right? So I'm thinking to myself like, dude, there are going to be a lot of guys that are going to either reallocate that budget, right, to something else, depending on their financial situation, or there is going to be a lot of freed-up money to try different stuff. So if you were going to spend five, six, seven, a thousand dollars on that Davidoff dinner that your whatever does, or that Drew Estate event that your whatever does, now you have 
that money to maybe do something different. What are your guys' thoughts on that? Drew? Um, I'm talking to Dave West. You're going to have to repeat that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Dave, Dave, it's your fault. I missed that question. Just call him onto the podcast. Call him on. Could. Um, that'd be a, a a good good rando guest. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, Mo, I can I can answer your question a little bit though. So, I think for some people you're probably right. I think for a lot of people you might be overestimating. Um, partly because so many people have been hit by economic issues. Partly because the people who have hit been hit by or who haven't been hit by economic issues are are, there's a lot of saving happening right now so maybe in the future there's a lot of splurging but it's going to be a while out until we know what's going on um and then my understanding from what i've seen in the world is that online sales are just blowing up right so i think they're still spending a lot of that money people are still smoking um but there's going to be some people out there that yeah that that money's just out there chilling Yep. And then I wonder, like you said, does it stay on the sidelines or does it does it come into the, the cigar market and get, you know, they buy up something different than maybe what they would have spent it on originally? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like if I'm a big fanboy for that brand, I have to stay stocked up on it, though. And if that's my way to stay stocked up on it, then I'm I'm probably still buying it. Okay. Which brings know. me to another May- question. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. And Drewfus, are you are you fucking paying attention? No, I'm listening, now? man. Okay. Did you get Dave? Oh, he said he's halfway through a movie with the kids, so let Oh, him, he ain't doing shit. Let him know next time. Yeah, the kids that. can watch a movie on their own. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> if COVID taught us anything, it's that screens can babysit pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> There is Uh, how do I ask this without sounding like an asshole? Just oh, sound like an just asshole. Just sound like okay. an asshole. It's not just cigars, okay? So we're going to ex- extrapolate this from cigars to vehicles to watches, whatever. I've never understood why people will use a brand to give themselves an identity. Does that make sense? Like, uh, like Rolex watches, and uh, I don't, I don't know what else. Driving like, a, my driving my or, Bentley around. I don't even think it has to be like super high high end though. No, like there's people that that define themselves off the, like their their Subaru. Wearing my Wrangler, yeah. my Wrangler jeans. Right. Like okay. There are all of these. I don't want to call them stereotypes because they're kind of funny and they're not, they're not meant to be harmful or hurtful, but yeah, like you become like a walking, like embodiment of what people think somebody who smokes that or drives that or, you know what I mean? What would be, I've always found that interesting. Yeah. It's like the difference between being a fan of something and having it be part of your identity. Correct. Aren't you just a yeah. super fan at that point? 
What? <laughs> Aren't you just a super fan at that point? I, I don't know. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> Why do I have to have all the answers? Help me out here. No. I'm asking, I'm asking you got to have the answers. Questions. Well, I guess the question sort of becomes a little bit like, is that person like, oh, man, that brand is so cool, and I want to be like what that brand is? Or is that person out in the world acting a certain way, being a certain way, and then saying, hey, you know what? I found this brand that matches you know, sort of my sure. world and my personality. Because I feel like the first one I talked about where you say, oh, man, Rolex is cool as fuck. I want to be a Rolex guy. That kind of right. sucks. Mm-hmm. But in yeah. the second one, if you're like, you know, I'm I'm just living my life, and you know what's really fucking cool? Blanton's. I'm gonna be a Blanton's guy. <laughs> like, okay. uh, is that is that good? I don't, what is that bourbon? It's a kind of bourbon. Yeah. Okay, it's good. I don't know. I'm looking at it. That's the only reason I said it. No, are you drinking from the bottle again tonight? <laughs> no, no, I've been doing too much of that. Yeah. Okay. You have been. I saw you again like, the other night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an aggressive approach, Kyle. But it's I actually, to be drunk. I actually, <laughs> I actually like Caliber that. That's a really good distinction. That's a really good distinction. I like that. Do you try to fit yourself into a brand, or does the uh, does the brand fit you? Right? Can it be? Yeah, because there's some fit, some stuff that just that just kind of speaks to you because it matches the way you live in the world. That's cool. I'm all about that. That's like a, a nice thing to find when that happens. Would that be the same but, thing yeah. as like, I don't know, so you buy something, a brand, whatever, mm-hmm. and you really like their product then, and you're like, man, this is cool. So yeah. I'm going to, and, I, and it works really good. It's hard, whatever, I don't know, the, the car, the product, whatever it is. And you're like, well, I want to support them more, so I'm going to buy a shirt and a hat and a sticker to go with it, and then it becomes mm-hmm. kind of you. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, there a fine a line? But how much you take it on? That's what I'm I saying. Is there a fine line between supporting the brand and about. becoming the brand? Well, I guess if you're somebody who wears like a Ferrari jacket, but you don't have a Ferrari. I I never understood that. <laughs> okay, that's yeah. Um, but if you have a Ferrari, it's okay to have the coat jacket. No, because I think if you had the Ferrari, you probably wouldn't get the Ferrari coat. <laughs> <laughs> Would a Ferrari hat be all right? Ain't that crazy how that works? <laughs> I, I think the hat is more likely. Yeah, but. I don't know. I have a ton of hats. I know we talked off air that I haven't been wearing hats quite as much, but I do have a ton of hats and I've bought a lot of hats even recently. Now, do you see, do you feel that you not wearing as many, is that like a sign of maturation? Like you're coming into your own, you're, you're, um, you know, or is it just, is there, is there a reason? Oh, I'm definitely not more mature. So, mm-hmm, right. <laughs> um, Man, I don't know. Uh, with well, so so what I really think it is is my hair's gotten so long that hats it won't fit under hats. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, so so it's like very it's very uncomfortable. Right. Um, so I got a haircut this weekend and I'm I'm good to go again. Oh, okay. But uh and to work too. So um like my old job and stuff, I used to work out in the sun and heat and I wore a hat quite often. I mean pretty mm-hmm. much every day. But uh me working inside and stuff now I don't wear a hat as much. Right. A lot on the weekends still, because I'll you know wake up and throw a hat on to do whatever, whatever we're doing. Yeah. COVID. I guess COVID has caused me to not wear as many hats. It's caused me to wear more hats. My fucking <laughs> hair is out of control. <laughs> Mine looks pretty just sexy, long. Yeah, dude. I almost, I almost just shaved it yeah. off, and the wife was like, "No, yeah. go get a haircut." <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there, or maybe a mohawk. <laughs> dude, that'd be awesome. I'm really thinking about it. You should. Yeah, I'm not sure that's really on brand for for Mo. Could what? be. I don't. You really don't strike have. me as a mohawk kind of guy. Why not? I don't know. You just don't. I'd like to see it now. Yeah, I mean, it may happen. I think it should. I, I really don't want to go full buzz because then yeah. you have that awkward phase of regrowth. But if you keep mm-hmm. like a little bit of a. Uh, you know, something that's already there, then you just got to let the rest grow in. I kind of like that. Are, t- are you are you wanting, like, rock star mohawk? Or are you wanting, like, uh, uh, who was the MMA fighter? Um, uh, Chuck Liddell mohawk. No, more like that. Like a Chuck Liddell? Yeah, no, I could see that. Yeah, no, not, not not like a, no, this is not a fucking 80s rock band. No. Like, uh, like Jay Cutler? When Which he, Jay Cutler? Uh, the bodybuilder, when he had oh. his. I don't remember him. He kind of had a a mohawk. He spiked it all up in the middle. You should try various ones and post them on Instagram. Yeah, start long. That'll that'll absolutely never happen. Start long and always, (laughs) and then trim it down. Mm -hmm. I think you could pull off the Chuck Liddell with the beard and all. Yeah. I think that would look good. We'll see how stupid we want to get. (laughs) <laughs> this is, you know, I mean, the way I look at it is like my hair is so long right now. It's like a blank canvas. Kind of go a lot of yeah. different directions with it. You have to do something fun with it before you just chop it all off. Yeah. It's like a law. Cool. How's your, how's your, uh, regrowth coming along, Cal? <laughs> <laughs> You mean on my head, right? Uh, no, it's yeah. uh, it's cruising. Uh, my hair grows pretty quick, right? So I'm gonna have to either shave it down again soon, or accept that I'm gonna grow it. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's getting unruly. It doesn't just stay in its spot anymore. Would you right. support Mo uh, and Patina with uh, Mohawk? Uh, maybe it's in the I'd name. It. Mohawk. Yeah, hawk. That's Come true. On. Yeah, absolutely. I'd consider it. I'd probably look good with a mohawk. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You actually did really look good with long hair, though. I know. I don't know why you stopped. Uh, Well, at this point, my my hair is thinning to some degree, so that Mm. would just just look sad. You know what I mean? At some point, you see people with long hair, and it's kind of thinning out, and you're just like, eh. Give yeah. it up, dude. 
I know someone like that. We all do, actually. Well, Cow doesn't, but Mo does. (laughs) (laughs) Who? Jeff. Oh, well. A guy that never finishes a cigar, what could you expect? (laughs) He, uh... He grew his oh, out. It's like it's like uh, past shoulder length, man. Get out of here. No lie. Wasn't he balding? <laughs> well, he wears hats. Oh, oh see, I guess that's kind of okay. At least you covered the top then. Yeah. It doesn't look all stringy up top then. Let me see if I can. I'll, I'll shoot you a picture here in a second. Guy smoking like a ten-year-old fucking aged Cuban smokes half of it and tosses it. He's probably he'll be listening to this. It's probably plugged. I'm with him. No, and he'll be enjoying it. That's the crazy thing. (laughs) No, yeah. (laughs) There's a bunch of people like that, though, aren't there? Halfway's enough. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Um. What else? Uh... So I got a question that's actually kind of relevant for what yeah. you guys were talking about before with all the the brand stuff. Mm-hmm. So all of us probably have a lot of like cigar swag, right? Shirts, hats, mm-hmm. cutters, lighters, fucking everything. Mm-hmm. What do you do with all that stuff? I actually don't have a lot of that stuff, to be honest with you. Yeah, I really don't either. You just never, you just never got it? You just never went for it? Yeah, I didn't ever. Like all the, fr- I don't go to events. We talked about this last week. Yeah, I suppose. And the the events I did go to didn't give free cheapy cutters. Mm. Yeah, I don't know, man. I. What do you have, Cal? What do you got? I don't know. I got a. I got a bunch of crap i keep giving it away and i keep getting more um and i'm not paying for really any of it it's just it just shows up pulling a danny that sort of i guess but it's not like hey here's this free thing we're sending you some of it's like that most of it's not mm-hmm. most of it's like hey you bought this other stuff so this comes with it oh i got you yeah yeah, yeah. all right like i i bought a box uh like I, at Lake Country, you know, Tyler was mm-hmm. like, "Hey, you want a hat with that?" And I was like, "No, really, I don't." <laughs> like, what about a cutter? No, sorry, man. Like, I don't want any of the free stuff that comes with the box of cigars. I just want the box of cigars. Right. Yeah, the only thing free would be the like, if they throw in like a extra cigar. Yeah, and and like early on, I think it's the coolest thing ever to get some free stuff, some cutters different kinds of cutters to try give it to people that you uh, maybe some ashtrays give it to people that you get into smoking yeah and i mean you kind of slowly do that it's just i think anything that i've rotating through yeah i think anything that i have gotten that and and i've gotten some stuff maybe as like gifts even like uh like Mm -hmm. a birthday or christmas that somebody didn't they're like oh he smokes cigars i'll just get him this lighter or this cutter when i already have you know, several nice ones and thank you for the gifts. But, uh, some of them have been regifted to someone else that can actually uh, use them. Mm-hmm. So 
stuff like that, I think. Uh, try to share share the uh, enjoyment. Yep. The giving industry. Yep. It is. Pass it on. Pass yeah. it. Uh, pay it forward. Yeah, I agree. As as much as is possible, that's the same kind of thing that I try to do. Yeah. Well, and I'm even just amazed at how much stuff. Even when that's up. happened, I've told people to like giving them humidors and you know some smaller cheapy stuff or cutters and whatnot. I've told them once you get something better, give that one to somebody else. Yeah. Pass that's a on. really yeah. That's a that's a good point. There's not like a place you can send them, or though is there? Like, does Cigars for Warriors take any of that stuff? Ooh, I don't know. I I I haven't thought about that until just now. They got to cut the cigars somehow. They all have knives over there. That's true. (laughs) I don't know about lighters and stuff though. Lighters are harder to ship if you have any butane in them. You're not supposed to ship them. But if you never fill it, yeah, whatever. I don't know. Somebody can tell us, or we'll look it up. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. I was just curious because there's—I feel like there's just so much stuff. I don't know. Cool. All right, uh, we got to hit up our question from G Fizzle. Woohoo! <laughs> Do you remember this one? Oh my god, dude! I thought that was Robert Holt. That's not his real hair, bro. <laughs> yes it is no it's not yes <laughs> no there's no way i swear 100 percent. no yes on, man. i'm not fucking with you that is not his hair yes <laughs> danny's ass lol can't join you for the podcast but i'm gonna laugh at what the what, picture what's he sending <laughs> oh god that I swear, one hundred percent. That's legit. That's hilarious. Cool. Uh, so, so we gotta make sure we hit up Fizzle though. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, if you guys all got arrested as a group, who's the first one to dime everyone else out? No, no fucking I, Danny's I, not here. A- absolutely, Danny, and he agreed with that. So <laughs> I think. <laughs> All right. If we take away Danny, then because that's that's obvious, right? He would totally, he would totally throw us all under the bus to save himself. One hundred percent. Can't take Danny yeah. away. Yeah, let's take Danny away. The three of us get arrested. He's he's Let's our he's our scapegoat <laughs> to where the rest of us don't <laughs> know, have to be like, assholes. He's not, he, he, he's not a scapegoat when he agrees. That's true. Actually, he gets to be the asshole though, and none of us have to. But I don't really, I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, I really can't see any of us. You stick the three of us in there and we're just fucking stuck. Yeah, we're all <laughs> fucked. I really feel that way. That's fair. Danny's going to show up and say one of us did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He'd be, like, he'd be like, officer, keep cow, get rid of the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cow, if there's any, <laughs> I was going to make this. Anyway, um, so I don't know. Fair enough. All right, that's yeah. that's an easy question. We all agree. Yeah, that's uh, that's. <clears throat> yeah. So so here's another question. 
And I think this one might be kind of interesting from the different perspectives that you guys have on this. Mm -hmm. All right. So let's say that you see a, a new brand of cigars come out, which happens, it seems like every other month or more frequently. Right. What, what makes you decide if you want to try that new brand or not? That's a really good question, man. I figured since you have a brand and you'd like people to try it, you might have one opinion. Drew probably has another, and I probably have a different one. Um, I would... <clears throat> I think the first and foremost would be if somebody's palate I trust that it's a good cigar. So like somebody else smoked it first or, you know, the blend yeah, or something? I, yeah, because I'm typically not the first person to smoke <laughs> stuff. I'm usually late to the party when it comes to that. So you're going to kind of hang back, see what the the first wave thinks. Yeah, I mean, I've, but I've is always... It, it, go ahead. Is, is it certain people after that? Or is it like, I see a lot of it, so I should try it? Well, there are certain people's palates that I trust. Um, you guys, obviously. Um, no. <laughs> That's not entirely true. Huh? <laughs> That's not entirely true. Yeah. No, I do, actually. <laughs> uh, but, um, like, yeah, man, there's just some people that I think, like, they have similar tastes in cigars that I do and if they say they like it I'll, I'll be more likely to try it the second would be like probably factory you know what are some of the factories you would definitely try something from I don't want to go the other way I'm just curious which which ones are kind of tops for you mm, obviously Noxa um, probably Aganorsa because um, we're talking about brands where people make things for other people, right? So not just yeah, I'd assume so. Um, yeah, I, I yeah, probably like those. And and truthfully, I I'm not even really good at seeking anything out. Like I wanted to try that Supreme Leaf, and I just haven't. Uh, I guess tried hard enough. Um, there was one other one that just came to mind and I uh, Kellner Boutique they don't miss very much no I uh, do a nice job um, and, and the uh, and I always forget the name of it but whatever that factory is in Costa Rica that Byron and Atabay are made I mean they do a great job on those cigars I don't know what mm -hmm. else they make they make uh, they make some other stuff, but nice. Drew, what do you what does what makes you decide if you want to try a new cigar brand and that pops up? Um, normally just uh, one of you guys suggesting it or sending it. <laughs> <laughs> 
So like somebody actively telling you that you should try this? No, 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 not someone. One of you three. (laughs) (laughs) Right, Danny too? Oh, yeah. I'll trust Danny on... What craft are you smoking? He likes Opus, so... Yeah. (laughs) I can trust him a little. That's that's There's really nobody else. That's really about it. I I don't I don't hang out with anybody else. Everybody else takes suggestions from me that I hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. How about you, Cal? Oh, Cal must have not liked that answer. Did we lose Cal. We lost Cal. Did we he probably? Oh probably smashed the bottle on his phone. Rich Casper. Look. There oh, he is. Hey, I got I got, yeah, cut me off. <laughs> uh, it sounds like you need to be cut off from something else. That was, no. Yeah, it wasn't me this I'm time. Only one, only one drink in. That's not even bad. Oh, not even a warm-up. Nope. That's pre-pre-game. Right. For right. you. Right. What about you, Kyle? What gets you to try... It's an interesting question. I've been thinking about it a lot because I keep seeing these brands pop up. And I'm just like, I'm almost fatigued by the number of new brands that I see. Like I used to How try to I don't see these. They're everywhere, dude. You must not be on the Instagrams very much. No. Somebody will post something new or you'll see it pop up and you're just like, another one? Um, a little DJ Khaled, yeah. <laughs> so... I guess I don't try as many as I used to. I used to try as much as I could. I'd I'd want to be like that first person to try it out. You know what I mean? I'd be like, this is really good. Buy it. Or this is crap. Ignore it. And I'm just like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to see what they got. I'm going to see if they're like aesthetic and the way that they describe themselves, if that matches the kinds of things that I'm interested in. Um, see if like their, their marketing is a match. See if they seem all right. If they have a reasonable pedigree, (laughs) like it could be factory, it could be blender, it could be a lot of things. But if they just come up out of nowhere with no information about where their tobacco is from, no information about their factory, they can't name their factory. Right? Like there's so many flags where I'm just like, I'm a wait. Right. I don't even know what this is that I'm smoking, and you want to you want ten or twelve dollars for it? I'll wait. Um. Yeah, and if I don't know, at this point I feel like the I've seen the people who are involved in this enough that I should know if one of those people is involved in it. Mm-hmm. Right? If if, if you've if, if, this is going to sound kind of dickish, right? But I've been reading up on cigars and keeping up on the news of, of cigars for like 15 years. If I haven't heard anything about anybody involved in your brand or where you're getting your tobacco or anything like that, I'm I'm just not interested. I get it. So that's kind of how I try it. And then, you know, you start to hear those reviews trickle in and maybe you hear a lot of like really positive stuff about something. Sure. Um, Cool. Or maybe you hear those people you, you trust, you know, Drew says, Hey, I tried this thing, which on its own is like a fucking milestone for that brand. Right. So, (laughs) So, so uh, it, it's kind of interesting you say that because I could actually speak a little bit to, from personal experience on this. It was hard enough that nobody had ever heard of patina 
but nobody ever heard of Mombacho either. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it was like double uphill battle. And the truth is, you'd be surprised of how many people have no idea what Noxa is either. And the majority of people that do remember it from when it was kind of in the dark ages, if you will, um, if we're being honest, right? Sure. But ever since Raul Diesel has been there and Gus Kura has been there and then Steve Saka started doing his cigars there, the factory is on a different level now, right? But most people still haven't heard of it. And um, the one cigar that I'm excited to try is the Unstolen Valor uh, because that's Raul Diesel's blend, the Dunbarton mm. cigar. Yeah. So, um, and actually, I may have smoked it already, but I just didn't know what it was because they wouldn't tell me. Because um, sometimes they'll just hand you stuff and be like, hey, try this. So I really don't know. I don't think I have. But I am curious to try that cigar. So. Speaking of wanting to try new things, that would be another one on my radar right now. I've heard good things from the people that have smoked it. Mm-hmm. But I have not smoked it. But I think a lot of, it's hard, man. You definitely, and you know, you guys have heard me talk about this for years now. Uh, establishing legitimacy is really, really tough. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, last week was a reminder of that, right? Um, so it's, it's very, very difficult. And it was kind of interesting today. I actually spoke to, um, to somebody down in Nicaragua who had said, man, he goes, you know, everyone's starting to hear about you. Which I thought was really crazy, right? Sure. I was surprised, to be honest. Very surprised. Because I was like, well, no one's heard of me here. So, it, you know, <laughs> it's like, we need to reverse that. But, um, you know, it's a step in the right direction. But, man, you're right, Kyle. I think you... As a consumer, you at least want to recognize a factory, recognize a master blender, recognize uh, somebody behind it, somebody um, or, or a factory, or uh, or even if you know there's a reputable retailer that carries it, right? Yeah, or maybe the story resonates. Right? Sure. Something, something has to hit you about it, right. stand out. And I walk into the humidor and there's like, you know, a thousand boxes. How do I pick yours? Right. Yeah. It's an ongoing battle. Yep. Um, and then after that, you know, it's, I, I think every one of us can think of a lot of cigars that we've smoked one of and have not found an interest in more than one of those. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's going to be the case with some number of consumers, no matter what. You know, and here's the thing. Here's what gets me. So here, here was another good question that I received uh, on the hot ticket. And they asked me, is there a particular type of tobacco that you would like to see used more? Or 
that if you see it in a blend, you want to try that cigar, which kind of mm -hmm. goes similar to what you were asking. So I'm going to ask you guys that same question. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'd like to try something that's just that I, I haven't had before. Mm -hmm. That's the thing that would really catch me. Okay. If they were like, we have tobacco from this bizarre place, and that's that's how they caught me with that Amazon Basin from CAO back in the day. Yeah, I wouldn't have tried that cigar. So if they were like, we got we got tobacco from from the Amazon, and I was like, that's pretty cool. Let's try it. Right, um, and it was limited so, until it wasn't. Sure, and whatever, right? <laughs> we can say whatever we want yeah. about the cigar, but I thought that was at least a fascinating experience, and I did enjoy that cigar. Um, but that's the kind of thing where I'm like, oh, it's, it's just totally different. If you're like, I got some weird ass tobacco. All right. I'm interested. Where would you like to try tobacco from? Man, I don't even know. Somewhere that I didn't know makes tobacco. Like there's, uh, <laughs> there's tobacco farms in Wisconsin. Let's really? say somebody's like, Hey, I got, some yeah, we used to make like a shit ton of binder leaf. Like way back in the day, mm. uh, most most non Havana cigars in the United States, uh, way way back, had some Wisconsin tobacco in them, usually for the binder leaf. Is it all like cigarette uh, tobacco now or something? I I don't know. I don't know what they do with tobacco, but they still got the tobacco farms, and I would love to have some tobacco from like Give me right some of that down the road, Lake Country Lajero, baby. Yeah, right. That's awesome. Right. Wouldn't that be cool? Like if there was a tobacco farm near your house and they could put sure. some of that tobacco into a cigar. Sure. That'd be cool as hell. I mean, it's Fair probably enough. a terrible idea. Then you'd and be Nick Malillo. Be very good. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. But that's like cool as hell. Yeah. yeah it is. So He's I don't want to tobacco. Do you have some land you could grow some? I got like a, like a quarter acre. Oh, yeah. I'll get after it. <laughs> Sell it to Mo yeah. is his binder. Yeah. Like five cigars. <laughs> Hopefully it'll be. It could be his five year limited edition. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but wait, there's more. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> um so speaking of, and I and I don't know, but I I would venture to guess that when we told people that the Sultans of Smoke cigars they were going to be buying were literally the same ones that we released back in the day, right? Yeah, I don't think people were, figured it out. Uh, yeah, I think some people were probably like, yeah, okay, which I don't blame them. <laughs> but in the event, no, not because we're saying it, but because a precedence has been set where, uh, you know, yeah. unfortunately, you know, whatever. Um, but, dude, for the people that have bought them, do you believe us now? Yeah, th these aren't just the same blend as 2015. These were rolled with everything else <laughs> in 2015. <laughs> we just couldn't sell. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty you know, much. If we're shooting straight here. Yeah. <laughs> but these ha were rolled in 2015. They, these aren't remakes. We didn't, 
We didn't find these in the back of the warehouse. We knew they were there all along. Been in the finest <laughs> aging room in Oklahoma. Yeah. That's right. Bad boys have been aged in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. Um, yeah. Drew, though, what's your tobacco? What, what tobacco do you want to see more of? Man, uh, I'm still a Dominican fan. I like uh, that. That that would be the other thing that gets me back to the previous question. If I can see something with uh, that's got Dominican in it, I'll I'll try it. That's a lot of cigars. It is nice, but it, it's got to be it's got to be a a primary, not a <laughs> oh we threw uh, quarter leaf uh, <laughs> Dominican in there. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that Drew sale. Yeah, no. It's got to be like Dominican filler and whatever, whatever. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. All right. It's legit. But strange tobacco from somewhere would be cool. I would I would go for some Wisconsin. Yeah. You wouldn't want Oklahoma, I don't think. It's too But I'll be honest, dude. Too like, hot. People put like Florida tobacco in like if I read that, that doesn't interest me to try it really. No, that doesn't. I want some weird country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, right. some people, Andre some people might argue me, that. Uh, Andre was like, "Here's this Chinese cigar," and I was like, "I am fascinated. I would smoke this." Really? Maybe it's terrible. I have no idea. <laughs> Only one way to find out. Right. It's different. Yeah. There's a lot of things that say that they're different. That are the same. Mm-hmm. I like. I would like to try something just bizarrely different. Sure. I wouldn't want it rolled in that country. I would just want the tobacco <laughs> from the country shipped to Nicaragua to be rolled. <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust the other countries' uh, factories. I don't know Chinese tobacco. That's they're not known for tobacco, so. I don't know how they're well. I don't know. They 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 normally have smaller hands and all, so they could probably roll a pretty damn good cigar or some crazy Dude, shape I'm, or something. Oh my gosh! I'm, I'm pretty sure that. Yeah, well, look. Speaking <laughs> of uh, the uh, <laughs> moving on completely. <laughs> speaking, speaking of East oh. Asia, uh, I just finished watching the ESPN Thirty for Thirty on Bruce Lee. I don't know if you guys are Bruce Lee fans. Yeah. But. I mean, who's not a Bruce Lee fan to some degree? That dude is awesome. And it's fascinating to watch the barriers that he had to break through to get to where he was. I mean, you're talking about a dude that only lived until he was like 32 years old. Okay. Which is younger than all of us. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And what he was able to accomplish fucking unreal you know what i mean i i was like i watched it man i was like dude this guy it's motivating and i think the saddest thing for me about it was that the issues he faced in 1970 or the 60s people still face today and 
that that was sad for me to watch that that we haven't that Hollywood hasn't evolved that our society really hasn't evolved much yeah. as we've seen we a lot of work to do um, and you know there have been there have been some eye-opening moments here in the past between COVID and um, some of the social issues that we're facing. And I just think that people really need to try to understand one another, you know? Yeah. Stop, Do stop your me. research. Sit down with a cigar and talk to somebody different from you. Yes, which we've been... I don't care what anybody wants to say. This is nothing new for us to say this. We have been talking about this stuff for at least two years. Right? Yeah, probably longer than that. Probably longer than that, where we've been talking about sit down, talk to, hang out with different people, learn different shit. Don't be a jag-off. It's not fucking hard. You know? That's it might be harder than we'd, we'd say, but sure. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, on, on an individual level, it, it's not so hard, right? On a societal level, I feel like that's where it gets. And I'm trickier. talking individual. All you yeah, can yeah. control, all you can control, is yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's it. Yep. Find some people to talk to, learn from, uplift some people. Yeah. Yeah. Do something good uh, for the world. Put it in motion. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And anyway, I thought that was a really good 30 for 30. I'm looking forward to uh, the, I want to watch the Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire one, which, uh, which was that home run race during the steroid era. I'm excited about that. That's one thing they that... need to just legalize. <laughs> <laughs> in, in baseball or in every Oh sport? yeah. Just sports in, in general. Game. They do it anyway. They do, but can you imagine if they were just allowed to? <laughs> <laughs> well, they kind of yeah. are. Stadium? <laughs> oh, come on. Stadiums would be twice as big because they'd be hitting uh, home runs out of them. Football fields, people would be knocked on their ass all the time, twice as bad. Yeah, yeah they'd have to make the field much wider. They all do, <laughs> they all do them in the off-season. A lot of them aren't doing during yeah. season, but... Dude, it'd be ridiculous. Hockey? Oh, come on. <laughs> yeah. Somebody has some roid rage out there in the ice. <laughs> By the way, <laughs> the, the Sultans of Smoke in no way endorses you to go. No, definitely not. In, I'm saying, in, it, in I'm saying steroid it, use. if it was legal, it would be awesome. Right. If it were legal. Yeah. Here's what I found about make some great sports and people have a really hard time getting off of steroids. And I'm not even talking about from a physical addiction perspective. I'm talking about mentally. I think that's like everything else though, isn't it? Um, not like food. Yeah. Any maybe. kind of, uh, like addiction. Where it's like, oh, it makes, makes me feel good. I don't want to st stop eating chocolate. I guess, I guess my thing is, you're benching, let's just say, 
you know, you're repping 415, 425, whatever, 315, 425. Yeah, something like good. You know, your warm-up, yeah. right? And then all of a sudden you can't even do 225 because you're off the sauce. I mean, that's got to fuck you up a little bit, doesn't it? Oh, sure. Did you, uh, you may not have known this, did you listen to um, Ronnie Coleman on the, uh, uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, Oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? His podcast, uh, Stoner Guy. (laughs) Joe Rogan? Joe Rogan's podcast, jeez. Oh, dude, he he was smoking uh, cigars on his podcast the other day. Yeah? Yeah? Yeah, him and some other dude. In studio. I've never listened to this podcast, but somebody had posted it. Ronnie Coleman was on there, um, like, last week mm-hmm. or something. And right. I listened to that one. And, uh, dude, he talks about roids, but he he talks, and, and this is truly what I've said all along, is it's, it's genetics. And it, he admits to doing steroids, but he's like, dude, there's, there's no way... Anybody, just just any random Joe, could take enough steroids to look like he did. There's no way you can't. Sure, he had genetics out sure. the ass to be, even get to that point, and the amount of steroids right. he ended up doing was not like you think. Was it a lot? It probably was, but me not like the shit they're doing today. No, pff, fuck no. But there's no way I could take enough steroids to be at his level ever. Right. Sure. I couldn't work hard enough. I couldn't take enough drugs to even be on that level. I don't have the genetics for 100%. it. Hundred percent. And that's how most of pro athletes are. Yeah. I don't want to throw out numbers, but you 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 put them in the top one percent of of best physical people out there. Right to begin with. To begin with. Yeah. And even Coleman talks on that podcast that he was he was squatting, deadlifting six eight hundred pounds off of juice. He's like, I was freaking strong, period. Mm-hmm. It just chiseled him better. Right. It just enhanced what he already had. Right. And I think a lot of people don't realize that. Is it gonna is it gonna do something for you? Yeah. But I, I correlate it like booze. So a lot of times booze just just naturally enhances how you already are. So if you're an asshole, it just makes you a bigger asshole. <laughs> if you're if you're like a funny guy, it kind of makes you a funnier guy. Roids is the same way. <laughs> so if if you're naturally just a douche, you're just a douche on roids. You're you're not you're not a, you know, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, I get it. And and what's most impressive about all of this, if if and when Erica and Amy listen to this, they now know how to get Drew to talk. You got you to bring up the good subjects. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give them hints. Yeah. Um, I thought the squirrel fight was pretty good. I thought that was solid. That was good. Yeah. Dave, again. Do you still think twenty is the number? After I thinking think about it, more than twenty. Uh, twenty-five was my number, but uh, <laughs> twenty-five, possibly okay. more. That felt like you were being humble. I don't know. 
I would. I don't. I don't know. Depends on what their strategy is. Can they can they formulate a plan? You know, is there a hundred of them in the cage and they can all attack at once, or are they like wondering what's going on? And I can get a few out of the way before they figure things out. There's a lot of variables. There's a lot of variables. So I what's your best would... case scenario? I I'm trying to be good with twenty five before I get maybe overran by the other seventy five that are in the cage. So like if one came in at a time and you could deal with one at a time oh, until you exhausted till I, yourself. Till I got tired. Which right now I'm not doing a lot of cardio, so it wouldn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-five. Twenty-five <laughs> might still yeah. Twenty-five might still be the answer. <laughs> Dude, it's like uh it's like one of those fight it's like a fight scene in a movie where there's like forty guys surrounding one dude oh, and yeah. yet some way somehow <laughs> only one steps forward at a time. <laughs> right. <laughs> If it's like that, I could probably keep taking them. And, it, it, I mean, yeah. how much training do I get? Do I, I mean, is it tomorrow? Or do I get six months to maybe uh, beef things up a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> you want yeah, train ahead of the big fight? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, have you, uh, have you guys rethought your stance on, on stepping into the ring with Mike Tyson? Dude, I'd still do it just to do it. I wouldn't we'll do it see. for I wouldn't do it for no money because there's going to be medical bills. I know <laughs> my face is going to be permanently damaged. <laughs> or I mean, if he hits, but you have a story. If he hits, yeah, but I, that's what would be awesome. It's fair. I would still do it for pretty cheap. Like medical bills and I don't know, hundred thousand bucks. I don't remember what I said, but yeah. I think it'd be worth the experience right there. Look, one punch he's knocking me out. He can't like I mean I, I don't want to say he couldn't like kill me, but <laughs> cause it's possible, but it's not like I'm going the you know, around with him where he can get a multiple punches in and like really like break some ribs and you know, stuff like that. He's getting like one punch and I'm going down. So I don't, I, I, I don't feel like he can do a ton of damage. He's still going to do damage, but not like if he got in like a round worth of punches. You, uh, speaking of tight, have you seen him fighting and stuff like like working out? Fifty something years yeah. old, dude. Yeah, he looks fucking ridiculous. Yeah, good, good. Not, uh, not I would that. do it if anybody's got connections. I would do it. Hundred thousand plus medical bills. Let's work it out. Dude, that'd be awesome. I guess. I'd wear patina. <laughs> patina trunks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shit colored patina trunks. Um, <laughs> Only after the fight. <laughs> I'm pretty sure before and after. Um, Forever branded a loser. Oh, shit. <laughs> um, so I don't know if you guys have been following this. Baseball, there well, may not be a major league baseball season. Finally, 
<laughs> but what's the problem? Pretty crazy, man. <laughs> uh, it's a labor dispute over pay, of course. Oh, is and, it? And all of that. But uh, those guys make so much damn crazy. money. What's that? Those guys make so much money. I mean, both. I mean, look, we we've talked about this a little bit. That you know, there is society has placed this massive emphasis on sports and things of that nature. So people get paid based on the amount of money that's being generated. Right. And without people placing a value on these things and listen, I I like sports, right? So I'm not, when I say these people, I'm talking about myself too. Right. Um, then they're able to do these things. If society were to shift and say, for example, if baseball or whatever other sport continues along these types of lines, you know what? I don't value that sport anymore. And so the pay and the revenue they're able to generate won't be there, right? So then you become Major League Soccer, right? Now, there could be a day, and if statistics are true, probably not in the too distant future where major league soccer could be considered one of the major sports in the United States. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I just find it interesting, man, that, uh, I think people forget who ultimately the reason owners are able to be billionaires. The reason players are able to be millionaires is because People, the people, have placed an importance on their skill set and are willing to pay to see it. If that goes away, it doesn't fucking matter anymore. <laughs> right. You know? So, just thought it was a kind of interesting. Tell you what, I'm not saying I could have went pro, but uh, if I could go back knowing what I know now, I would have started playing baseball really early and tried to go pro <laughs> in baseball. Why baseball. Dude, the money is ridiculous. Yeah. Basketball's getting there too. It's but it's but it but base man, baseball I feel is like way easier on your body. You could play well, it longer. But there's nothing that pays like being an international soccer star. That's true. But that's rough. That Dude, that takes a toll on you. And you got to be really damn good. Yeah, but that's assuming you're athletic to begin with. So there's there's a lot of assumptions here, Drew. There's... Oh, I, I understand. <laughs> I'm just saying I would go uh, I would go baseball. Well, I I'm not saying it's easier. I'm saying it's easier on your body and you can play longer and the money's really good. Yeah. Even if I'm getting paid six figures, I don't know, 250000 a year to play a few games, fuck it, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> that easy. Yeah. Dude, that's that's as easy decision as the Tyson fight. <laughs> for, but you're only willing to do that for 100 grand. I know. Cal, where's your number? Five million, you said? Yeah, somewhere around there. Really? For one, you, you you need to you guys need to hire agents. My God, selling yourselves cheap. Five million. I'm nobody. I figure. 
every single person would watch that fight. <laughs> For, it, like everybody's pay per viewing this. It would be like the, just, but it would be like the old Tyson days where it, five hours of of a previews and the uh, undercards and. Oh, Tyson, and here comes Drew, and Andy's down. <laughs> That's the fight, ladies and gentlemen. But, like, but everybody would bet on like literally a number of seconds that you would last. That's yeah. true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Vegas would be They'd going be nuts. invested in that. How long? Like, could you uh, imagine if you even made it like thirty seconds? Yeah, that's a, people how, would be like, if, "Holy if, shit!" If I had like a year that's to train, point. how long you guys think I could last? <laughs> As long as you can outrun him. Yeah, I mean, how, how long can you run for? No, I like mean, a like a legit fight. You think I could take some blows? Like, I, no. I can put my guard Tyson, up, right? No, I, I'm just asking. You guys no. can from be a honest. normal boxer, maybe. From Tyson, no. Dude, okay. So even if you slim down, I can't believe we're talking about this again. <laughs> but let's say you you get in shape, right? Shape, quote unquote. Where, you're probably dropping. What weight's I mean, he at? What do I need to be at? He's probably going to be coming in at a good 2.30, chiseled. Oh, shit. Oh, I'm, I'm getting close. And, uh, you know, you, <laughs> you're, you're, I mean, what's your chiseled weight? A buck 85, 200? Uh, 210, maybe. No, that's oh, He's, being he's 240, dude. I'm like 240 right now. All right. Oh, I, Tyson's I, 240. You're even. He's 240? That's what it says yeah, on but he's the, a the solid, Wikipedia. Solid fucking 240. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, I think we've exhausted that topic. I think oh, we'll be back awesome. with it next week. I think it's awesome. Probably. We'll have to ask Danny how long he thinks I could last. If I had a good year of training, even True, six months, stop. take some blocks. True. This is, a, no, listen, there's a, an irrational level of confidence here that I just can't agree with. I I'm think sorry. I could last a few, a few blows. A few. <laughs> I do. Yeah, I think is, I could. This is what Vegas would bet on. Would yeah, that's exactly right. How many punches could he take? I think I could take a a, a couple. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a bunch, but I could take a couple. He's going to take a couple body shots. He's going to go for the uppercut and lay me out. So I'm yeah. talking three or four, maybe five if I can uh, move quick enough to get away from one. Right, right. Other than and that, one of his body shots might put you out, though. That's true too. Well, somebody needs to make this happen because I'm down. All right, Mike Tyson, if you're listening, Drew has thrown the gauntlet. <laughs> Maybe we could take him three on one. Dude, you, know how many, you know how many fucking, you know how many waivers you would have to sign? Dude, I don't care. I would do it. I'm You'd so have to in. Sign a legal team just to get through the waivers. Oh, I'm so in. Could you imagine how many listens we'd get if it was three on one, us against Tyson? <laughs> How long do you think all three of us could last? <laughs> like 10 seconds longer than, than any one of us. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be that same shit, right? Like the movie. <laughs> you know, instead of all of us going at him at once, you know. It'll be one at a time. He'll drop <laughs> us in three punches. <laughs> all three run away, and whoever trips first gets, gets Tyson knocked out, right? And then... The next slowest person gets knocked out. And if Danny was there, he would just take us and throw us at Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> He'd be and tripping us. Run. Oh, man. He'd dive out of the ring. <laughs> I'm so in. Danny, would be, a, so Danny in. would be a great villain in, like, WWE. 
He'd be the heel. Yeah, the heel. Yeah, I, I didn't want to use that term because I'm not sure how many people follow wrestling, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know the what heel. that means. Bad guy. Oh, yeah, and I don't follow WWE. What else yeah, we got for tonight, fun. guys? Uh, I had one other question. What do you got? I'm, I'm just curious about it. Uh, I'm curious for each, like, the person who's being named doesn't talk during their part. Everybody else does. I'm curious who would play each person on the podcast in a movie about their life. So, like, who would play a movie about Drew? And me and Mo have to come up with it. Oh, that's Mo good. Would. Yeah. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are these like real life people? Like who would play us? Yeah. Like which actor would play you in a movie? Well, I think it's Thanks. really obvious. For 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 you, it'd be Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy. Uh... Yeah. I mean, Will Ferrell. I mean, Will Ferrell. <laughs> Spitting image. And, and then Cal for you. I mean, I don't want to. Who would who would count? Arnold Schwarzenegger is going to be taken with Drew, though. You can't go there. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, this is a a loaded question, man. I don't want to call you out on a podcast. (laughs) Who's Cal? I just kind of wanted to. Really, I wanted to see who we'd come up with for Danny. Oh, Danny? Vin Diesel. (laughs) Oh, that's Kim. He's going to like that answer. Uh, He's never going to hear this. <laughs> you would have to juice him up. <laughs> Make him cool. He looks a little bit like Vin. Yeah, spitting image. <laughs> I mean, I see Danny Vasquez, they're I both see Vin Diesel. They're both bald. <laughs> <laughs> Vin Diesel could grow his out for the yeah. for playing the role of Danny, You're the right. Danny, the Danny. You're right. <laughs> Drew, who would who would play Cal? That's what I'm asking you. You thought you had a name lined up? Oh come on! Oh, well, I really have to oh, say, honey, honey, I shrunk the kids guy. <laughs> I can't think of his name. <laughs> what is his name, Cal? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rick Rick Moranis or something like that. Is that it? Uh, Cal. I needed more time. I don't. I don't know enough. Uh, the funny thing is, Cal doesn't really look like him, but it's just funny. To give Cal shit. I think Mo hey, could be played hate. by uh, like Robert Downey Jr. or something too. Who? Yeah, like Robert Downey Jr. Maybe. Me? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think. Uh, yeah. I think he could pull you off. Yeah. Or. Uh, yeah, I think that's probably true. Because it's look, it's not going to be somebody that looks exactly like you, or maybe not even necessarily close. But <laughs> yeah, I'm going to cast that but, dude from Thor. But I, but I think, <laughs> I think he's got a good personality to be able to act like you. Uh-huh. He's a good actor. This is no act. Dude. So Mo, it's about it's about your looks, not your personality. <laughs> your personality, not your looks. Yeah, Sorry. I th- just like I usual. think he could get yeah, into character. Is what I'm life. saying. <laughs> yeah. So wait, who do we got for Drew then? Yeah, what do you got? Uh, yeah. That's a good question. I've been told that I looked like uh, now I can't think. Of, oh, David Schwimmer. What? Yeah. 
What does he look like? The dude Ross from Friends. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I mean, he's he's got to get a little more buff. That well, that's what everybody says. He's kind of nerdy, <laughs> but that's what everybody says. Yeah, I look like uh, I look like like Ross on roids. I was thinking, uh, yeah, Franco Colombo maybe. Franco's uh, dead, and he's like five oh, foot well. tall. <laughs> Wait, is that a bodybuilder? Yeah. Yeah, Legend. I just looked him up, and he doesn't doesn't look a whole lot like Drew. Were, were you thinking Lou? Well, neither does David Schwimmer. But <laughs> <laughs> I figured if we're taking shots in the dark, I might as well at least you know. I think, I think Schwimmer's pretty close. I mean, he's older now, I, but it, you can see it in the face. Yeah. Really? I thought so. I mean, if you get Lou Ferrigno, you do get the Hulk out of it. That's right. true. Which is a nice side benefit. He's way more jacked than me, and he's like 70 years old. <laughs> right. Huh. Nice. Well. Well. If well. You're, if you're still listening. <laughs> thank you. This one I need to title. Just listen to the last 30 minutes. Yeah, we really got to stop putting all the good shit towards the end. <laughs> Probably we need to start front loading this like uh, uh, some other shit. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else? Uh, nah. That does it. All that right. does it. Well, Thank you, guys. No, thank you. Thank you. Hopefully we get uh, the Danny back next week to carry uh, carry this show. One can only hope. <laughs> Somebody has to. Yeah. Right. All right, guys. Have a good one. Cheers, gentlemen. You too. All right, guys. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's uh, episode of the Sons of Smoke Cigar Cast. Make sure you guys are checking us out on Instagram, Facebook, uh, direct message us, um, email the Sultans of Smoke at gmail.com if you got any questions, comments for the show. And we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. <laughs>